welcome to the Pleasurable Success Podcast. I'm your host, Sarah Rose, and business success and mindset coach, speaker, corporate dropout turned entrepreneur, and the host of the Embodied Coach Masterclass. And I am on a mission to inspire as many people as I possibly can to step into their power, recognize their unconditional worthiness, and ultimately build a life they are absolutely obsessed with. And through this podcast, I will be spreading my message along with some powerful guest speakers, and we will be talking all things business strategy, mindset, manifesting, and of course, making your success a pleasure-filled experience. So join us in making our reality exceed our wildest dreams. Welcome back to another episode. This is the start of a very exciting series that intuitively came to me so fucking strongly, which was, I am so deeply passionate about my clients and the work that they're doing in this world. And I thought, why not bring them onto pleasurable success and utilize this podcast as a platform to spread their message and and gift their medicine to this world on an even wider scale. So I'm really excited for this episode today. I have my incredible Embodied Coach alumni, Jillian Melissa. She is such a powerful woman and I cannot wait for her to share with you all about her journey on how she got to becoming the woman that she is today. So without further ado, hello, Jillian. How are you, my love? Hello, hello. I am well. Thank you for having me today. My pleasure. I've I've gotten an abundance of you lately because you're <laughs> also the, the guest speaker on Sales Rebel, the masterclass, which you mm, it was just it was just divine. I loved it. And now I get to have you here on the podcast. <laughs> I feel equally blessed to be dipping back into the Sarah Rose frequency, which has been missing from my world. So I'm grateful to be here. Yeah. So I would love for you to introduce yourself to the listeners. Who are you? What do you do in this world? What is your medicine? And Mm. we'll let it flow from there. Beautiful. Well, hello, hello, listeners. I am Jillian Melissa Lubetkin. I am a psychic medium, an intuitive channeler, a coach, a guide. The language is still nebulous. It changes every day based on what I'm offering. But essentially, I work to hold compassionate, loving space for my clients. Whatever they need, I serve as that mirror. I work to help them feel into their heart as a compass and a flashlight to move them towards whatever outcome they want. And sometimes that's wading through trauma together Sometimes that's just expanding an already delicious life, but I really use my channeling gifts to personalize a space holding experience for whoever feels aligned to meet my medicine. Mm, So beautifully put. And you really are such an incredible space holder. Um, I remember just witnessing you grow and evolve as, as a coach and in your, in your space And it was just absolutely beautiful to see how deeply you cared for the people who came into your life. Um, And so I just wanted to take a moment to praise that because it's so recognized, like it's so felt um, and it's very rare to come by. So Mm. 
Thank you. I, I receive that. And that means a lot because I, I care so deeply and that's, that's why I do this. That's why I decided to step into service because I spent so many years suffering and felt so alone and eventually came to learn that suffering is not an inherent part of the human condition. We don't have to suffer. Yes, we're going to experience pain, but the resistance to that is what creates the suffering. And I don't want anyone to suffer. So um, that's that's what I'm here to do is help people suffer less, essentially. Yeah. Okay. You guys just already, <laughs> already gold nuggets coming from this goddess. The resistance to pain is what causes suffering. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let's talk about that because I think there's sure. a lot of resistance to pain. Oh, for sure. Um, so yeah, I learned that the hard way. I mean, I had read a lot of philosophy when I was a student at Harvard was always very interested in different spiritual outlooks, but it wasn't until I went through my own dark decade of the soul, I'd call it, that I came to learn that um, because there were periods of time where my body was in excruciating pain and there was nothing I could do. Like if your, your hip is shattered, there's only so much, you know, hypnosis or affirmations you can do to ignore the pain. The pain is very real. Our body is is signaling. Um, However, when we're gripping around the pain or we're resisting the pain and we're just wishing, oh, this is so unfair and going into a victim narrative, like why me? I'm only 25. I don't deserve this. And then we resist and we want to change what is in, in a resentful kind of way, in an angry way or a frustrated way. Um, that's when we start to steep in suffering. And of course, it's very normal to feel angry or to feel victimized when we are victims of a traumatic experience, but that can be considered to me more pain. Pain is just the, the value of the experience and letting that be an emotion that washes through. And then the story is the resistance. To me, the story and the just the lack of acceptance and the lack of faith. To me, resistance is all about fear. Mm. So when we're, we're fearful that things won't get better or that we're stuck or we're trapped, resistance builds. And I sort of see a, a chart like a, an XY axis where pain is on the horizontal and resistance is on the vertical and those just magnify to create suffering. So if we can just let pain be pain, and hold loving space and know that we are also the witness. Yes, we are. I was the person whose hip was in screaming pain and I was scared and I was the one in the hospital, but I was also the consciousness watching that experience. And if we can make ourselves vast enough to hold loving space for ourselves, then the resistance dials down and so does the suffering. So beautifully said. And I feel like you are such a um, true embodiment of what I preach, which is everything is happening for you Mm. Um, because you did go through a traumatic experience. And I think that that was such a huge catalyst for you to being and stepping into the healer that you are today. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And that perspective of everything is happening for you. I finally stepped into around my life, but it was harder for me to fully feel that in my business. And so I'm very grateful for you and the container of the embodied coach that really helped me understand that, of course, the same is true for what's appearing in my business and in my clients' worlds as well. 
oh, I'm so happy that it <laughs> integrated and it landed. And I mean, doesn't it just feel so fucking good to like, just believe <laughs> that, oh, it's all happening for me. Like I, I, I look at the mindset of like the old version of Sarah and I'm like, <laughs> well, why? Like, why was she resisting it? Why? Like, it feels so much better. Life is so much more divine when you fully believe that every single thing you're experiencing is all happening for you and for the greater good. Absolutely. That's like the biggest thing that ultimately changed the trajectory of my life, how it feels and how it looks mm-hmm. and everything about it. I was in such a place of fear. And when you step into that love-based reality, which is, there's a divine loving intelligence that's always serving me. It's always protecting me. It's always looking out for me. And so that everything that manifests either is a mirror or a lesson, or it's all divine, then there's nothing really to fear. And then life can just be so delicious most of the time, you know? Most of the time. (laughs) Absolutely. Like, maybe it's a cop-out. I don't know. But like, honestly, like every single time I met with resistance, I'm like, I'm so excited because I know that on the other side of this is something really epic. And I'm going to look back and be like, oh, I get it now. I get why I needed to, to grow through that. For sure. And I, I totally hear you on the cop-out piece. Cause I've also sort of intellectually battled myself of like, am I just spiritually gaslighting myself right now? Trying to (laughs) tell myself like, oh yeah, he broke my heart. It's for the highest good. Or like, oh yeah, whatever is going on. Am I just, am I just sort of trying to give myself a comfortable salve that's not really oriented to truth. But what I found is that there's nothing more true. It's always true. It's always true. The universe is always serving you. It's always trying to push you towards your highest timeline. Everything is medicine and it's just the truth. And that's why it feels so good because truth always feels good. Mm-hmm. Mm. I got chills all over my body. <laughs> it's always true. It's always, yeah, it's always true. Okay. My love. So you are an incredibly intuitive woman. That was when we first connected on the embodied coach, like you even were like, I need to ask my intuition and check in with that. Like, (laughs) it's so, it's so sexy to see a woman who's so deeply connected to her intuition and fully trust that over her fear, ego, worries, doubt, limiting beliefs, all those things that usually keep us stuck and trapped in a misaligned reality. So Mm -hmm. I would love for you to share with the audience, like what was the initiator into your intuition and sure. maybe even some tips on how they can activate them in, in themselves since you're so, I mean, just such an expert in that world. Absolutely. So as a child, I always felt intuitive and I considered myself psychic. And in third grade, we had a mini society where everyone had to partner up and create a business. And I was Miss Mysticism and Red Palms. So clearly I, I felt like, you know, <laughs> it's true. How do I even know the word mysticism? Like what the heck? <laughs> Amazing. I love it already. Uh, yeah, I was such a nerd. I love it. Shout out to baby Jilly. Um, <laughs> but um, then as I, as I got a bit older, I, you know, I was definitely made fun of. So I closed that off. And then I also was a very intellectual academic person and it didn't seem fully rational. So I, the aperture on my 
gifts just kept closing and closing and getting smaller and smaller to the degree to which then I completely forgot that it was even a thing. And when I was 18 years old, I got very sick and I wound up taking a medical deferment a year off before I went to Harvard and I was devastated. I I didn't understand why this was happening to me. And I spent really the next 10 years struggling with my health in all the ways. But it wasn't until it became psychiatric that I really felt the call that I needed to do something differently because I was outsourcing my power. I was going around to all different professionals being prescribed painkillers and then fentanyl. Like I never should have been put on fentanyl. It's liquid heroin. I was just in physical pain, essentially from trauma. Um, and I, I fell prey to a system that was attempting to serve me, but didn't serve me. And then I had some traumatic experiences where I landed in psych wards and I, I couldn't believe that that woman who is giving speeches at Harvard is trapped in a cell in a hospital being told that she's insane and needs medication and maybe even needs to be committed for her life. Like I just couldn't, my, my reality shattered. And that was the starting point. I was like, there's something that is so off and I need to reconnect with myself. And so bit by bit, I started asking my own body and my own heart, my sacred vessel, what's the next right step? Okay. I need to go to that shamanic rehab facility, the sanctuary in Sedona. Okay. I need to try my best to listen to what they're telling me, even though I really don't like putting my cell phone down right now. <laughs> or, okay, <laughs> I need to stop drinking coffee in the morning and start having some tea. And I just started listening to one nudge after another, after another. And I, I wound up living in Los Angeles, starting to feel a little bit more like myself, the Jillian that I knew. And I have to thank an old mentor, Desiree Lambs, excuse me, um, she was doing an Akashic Records group reading and she pulled me aside afterwards. And this is my first ever psychic channeling class that I attended. And she asked me, how are you using your gifts to be of service? Mm. And I was like, what gifts? I had completely forgotten all of it. And so that was the catalyst um, for me. I really stepped into a bunch of different trainings with different mediums and intuitives. And I learned how to tap into these gifts, um, and then eventually decided to use them professionally. And so for your listeners who are interested in tapping into their intuition, there are so many places to start. I also offer a course, Ignite Your Intuition, which is a, a systematic breakdown of how to really awaken your gifts, because we're all intuitive. And yes, we all have differing degrees to which we're able to tap in, but we all have the ability to listen to our gut, to connect to the guidance, to connect to the ways in which our bodies and our worlds are a reflection of our energetic state. And there's nobody who cannot access this and accessing your intuition always makes your life better. So I have a lot of clients who come to me and particularly the ones who I've trained privately, as opposed to in the group container of Ignite Your Intuition they're fearful. They're worried. Like if I listen to my intuition, am I going to have to quit my job on wall street and leave the matrix and go out into the woods? And they're worried that their intuition will lead them into this like wackadoo life. Mm -hmm. And, and I'm like, I hear you, but you know, just because my path involves 
crystals and shamans and channeling departed loved ones. It doesn't mean that's your path. <laughs> your intuition can help you align with the most profit and the greatest sex and the, the best friends. Like you can use it for other very 3D things. So um, I would definitely suggest investing in an intuitive training if you're serious, but there are definitely a few practices that I'm happy to dive into if you'd like that um, listeners can engage in right away to just learn how to connect to the medicine that's available to them. Yes, please. Also, can I just say, I taught you so well. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, you sure did. <laughs> I like to say I was over here like yes girl yes girl get it get it you sure did well that's to me when I was reflecting on what makes an excellent coach before we I won't forget we'll definitely dive into intuitive practices but I was really feeling into that and of course the content of what you offered us both in the group container and then in that you know Voxer VIP support the content was always super helpful as was the encouragement and the energy but more so than anything else I really think what was most impactful was just being in the energy, like in your auric field and receiving your codes, you know, like the codes of divine partnership, the codes of pleasurable success, the codes of freedom and deservability and magnetism. And it's really true. We, we become who we surround ourselves with. So um, I'm deeply grateful that I got to steep and continue to steep. Now that I'm back on your stories, watching all the time, (laughs) it's a great way to get those codes. If you guys aren't following Sarah, definitely check her out. It feels so delicious. (laughs) Yeah. and And I appreciate you saying that too, because that is so aligned with my intuition, right? Which is your specialty. Like I, I have run the embodied coach in a very less than intuitive way where I had everything broken down and I was reading off of a, um, off of <laughs> script. Slide. Yeah. It was very scripty. <laughs> like the first three rounds of the embodied coach was that because I had yet to really spark my intuition and trust mm. myself and trust that I am truly like this, a vessel for, for the transmissions to come through. And I think that that's just a beautiful, like, I guess, it goes off of what you were saying of like, keep trusting yourself and you will, especially because obviously most of the listeners are entrepreneurs, like keep trusting yourself and like listening to anything that comes through. Like sometimes we would just be on an embodied coach call and I'd, I'd hear something like someone needs to hear this. And I'd say, okay, I don't know if this is a lie for anyone right now, but like, this is what's coming through. And usually it was something that someone needed to hear, right? Always, always, I would argue. (laughs) Yeah, I love it. Um, Yeah, yeah, amazing. Thank you for saying that. And sure, I think it's a beautiful just reflection of what you're now offering to your clients. It's it's that ripple effect that I always spoke on. Absolutely. All right, Mama, give us some tips. What's like your number, number one tip you're not going to give it all away because <laughs> not your paid program that they're going to check out. <laughs> sure. So the place that I generally start first, I ask any client if they have a meditation practice, because if you're not sitting with your breath, it's going to be very challenging to connect to your guidance. So 
definitely please take time to connect to your breath. And every morning I would invite listeners to also have some sort of grounding practice because the intuitive realms can take us out of our bodies at times. And it's so vital to really send our energy to the earth. And you can visualize golden roots, like roots of a tree spreading out from the soles of your feet and traveling all the way down to the core of the earth. You can spend time in nature. You can connect to your body through sensual movement or touch. There are plenty of ways you can ground. But if you have that meditation and grounding practice in place, the next thing I would offer is to connect to your resounding yes and your resounding no. And so what that can look like is is dropping into a meditative moment and then asking your body, commanding your body, show me a resounding yes. Show me a resounding yes. Show me a resounding yes. And then just pausing and just watching your body, feeling your breath and noticing if any sensations arise. Maybe there's a fluttering in your heart. Maybe you feel a warmth or like an orgasmic energy swelling up from your feet. And then ask your body, like clear that, really feel into that. And then ask, show me a resounding no show me a resounding no, show me a resounding no, and do the same. And you might feel a pit in your stomach. If you're struggling to feel a sensation, which sometimes happens since we're very disconnected from our bodies and many of us just aren't used to asking our vessels for information and intelligence, that's totally okay. There's no need to beat yourself up or think you're not intuitive. There may be some blocks. I would invite you to then when you're commanding and asking for that, show me resounding yes, or show me a resounding no, simultaneously think of something that elicits that energy. So like, show me a resounding no, I might think like a sentence that's so untrue, like it's in the highest good to murder people, like something that you're just like, what? Absolutely not. Because that can help amplify the energy. Or if you think, show me a resounding yes, maybe you connect to the energy of when you kissed your husband at your wedding. And it was like the most resounding rainbow sparkly yes moment you've ever felt in your life. So using those memories or things that you know to be truly true as markers to help activate that sense in your body, if it feels dormant. Yeah. Ooh, that's so good. I love that because it's so like, it's not just tapping into your body and asking your body, but it's like, okay, where's the sensations of what feels good lives in your body. And when you're asking for those yeses and those no's, when you're going about your day, following what feels good. And I guess not following what does right. feel good. Exactly. Yeah. So once you've entrained that yes and no, and you've gotten clear on what it is, then you can start to use your body sort of like some people use a pendulum or other intuitive tools to test things. Like you can ask yourself, is it my highest, is it in my highest good to go to the gym right now? And normally your, your egoic mind might think, oh yeah, like go to the gym, you should get a workout in. But for whatever reason, there might be a divine intelligence telling you that the gym is actually better later because you're meant to go to the coffee shop right now because your future king is right there. You know, like the universe really does conspire in our favor. So starting to then okay, is it in my highest good to go to the gym? And huh, I got that, that drop, that pit in my stomach. I guess it's a no for right now. Like I'll check it later. And then going where you get the yes, that's how I live my life completely. And some might say that that 
is, is crazy or wild. And to me, it's almost crazy not to, because now my life is a moving prayer and a walking miracle. And it, it very much wasn't that way prior to my intuitive gifts being the, the compass for my life. Jillian, you just <laughs> rocked my socks off when you, my, my life is a prayer. Like, ah! <laughs> yeah, okay. ooh, my shirt's coming off. Can you see that? <laughs> okay. But seriously though, you guys like rewind and just listen back to that sentence again. Like now it seems crazy not to, because my life is a prayer. Jillian, Melissa, <laughs> going to quote you. Wow. Like that felt like a full body. Just that was incredible. And mm. it so felt like I I've been witnessing you even before the embodied coach throughout the embodied coach, after the embodied coach, like you continue to anchor so much more deeper into like your wholeness mm. and Mm, thank you. I received that. Oh, thank you. Yeah. And, and I think it's because you're so in your purpose and you, you've built that like incredible trust with yourself and your body and your intuition that like every single room you walk into, like you're activated, you're activating the space mm. and uh, it's just so like, it's beautiful. Even to see the woman who you are physically today, like there's a shift, there's a difference. There's something more whole. And mm -hmm. I just couldn't be more, more amazed and in awe at the life you're creating. It's, it's incredible. Thank you so much. I really, I received that and I'm about to cry just because that's been such a huge part of my journey. And especially um, really what was activated at the start of the container that I joined with you was my distorted masculine, right? I know you talk a lot about masculine and feminine energetics as I do as well. And I was really in a wounded feminine and a distorted masculine and woo, those two together can create a gnarly, gnarly life. <laughs> and I've worked to I first really went through a healing of my feminine and that was in large part, my intuitive awakening, right? Because the feminine is the intuition. And then she became this bright, radiant star, but she was, you know, like dancing on a crumbling stage, a decayed moldy space. The structure and the form of my masculine experience was so wonky and investing in a coach. You're the first coach I, coach I invested in that is an investment also in the masculine structure, of course, in the feminine magnetism as well. But for me, it was really the spark that helped me start to heal that masculine within me. And I feel honored that I am becoming more whole and anchoring in that wholeness, that healed wholeness. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's, it's so incredible. Um, and I know the listeners can, can hear it and feel it too. Uh, but yeah, I always like to think of the embodied coach as like the masculine container for you to step fully into your feminine magnetism, because <laughs> like, that's what I, I needed to. And in, in my business, I was like, okay, cool. Like I have the structures. I have the, for me, it was the opposite. I have the masculine, but like, how can I step mm -hmm. into the, the magnetism piece and allow my business to work for me? And that's where the blend and the, just the true, like 
union of the masculine and feminine, the healed masculine and feminine comes, comes alive in it. Mm. Yeah. And so speaking <laughs> of feminine magnetism, you have something really exciting going on in your life right now, a new program you've, uh, you've created, and I'd love to hear more about it and who it's for and what sparked it. Absolutely. So my upcoming course, Radiant Revolution, was inspired by the women of Ignite Your Intuition. So I launched a course, Ignite Your Intuition, that was a group container to help individuals awaken their intuitive gifts and really learn how to access what I would call the higher self, the soul self. And it was incredible. And I felt their souls around week one saying, but what happens after this? What happens when we know how to tap into the higher self? And Radiant Revolution was born, which is really about anchoring in that higher self technology so that we become the walking embodiment, the living embodiment of our higher selves. And so it's really teaching and guiding divine feminines through that integration piece, allowing our intuition to then spark the fullness of our light. So the container is nine weeks which is energetically analogous to nine months in the womb. Yeah. And yeah, it just was, you know, this is channeled, right? So I don't, this is not created from me. I feel I am just a vessel. I ask spirit, okay, what's the structure of the course? Okay, nine weeks, this is why, here we go. Um, and every week there's a group healing, a quantum healing and a private. So the women who decide to opt into this container will get me twice a week. It's a very potent, activating quantum accelerator. And the, the promise, the, the mission of this container is that you emerge your most radiant. And to me, that involves really that healed masculine and feminine awakening. There's some Tantra, there's abundance consciousness. There's mission embodiment. How do you tap into what your dharma is, your life purpose? Mm. Um, it's sacred play, sacred sisterhood, um, all things light. And that also involves true shadow work. And so alchemizing and transmuting the dense pieces that are still lodged in our vessels into light. And then some of the darkness that's meant to stay as darkness, how do we braid that in so that we're reclaiming that shadow? So it's, it's really for the awakened woman who wants to become the fullest, most effervescent, flirtatious, magnetic, abundant, happy, profitable version of herself. <laughs> yeah. Really? Cause that sounds so delicious. Yeah. And like, thank you. Yeah. I mean, you can tell it was, it was divinely channeled for sure. Like, wow. And what an incredible, like what an incredible funnel, right? From like the women who are ignited in their intuition and then you leave them wanting more. And it's like, you've created that, that um, integration container for them. Um, wow. Yes. Thank you. Yeah. And two of them have already signed up and claimed their spots. And then also this is open to the public. So I have two other souls who weren't in Ignite Your Intuition, who are private clients of mine, but felt this pull. And what I think is really beautiful too, as I've been in the process of creating this course 
is that it was also inspired by my own channeling for myself. So anytime I do a reading for a client, I do one for myself. And I had some moments, especially during Ignite Your Intuition, where it was a little bit of that imposter syndrome energy, where I was like, wait a second, I've been listening to my intuition, and yet I still haven't found my home, and I still haven't found my king. And I'm not quite as abundant as I know I could be. And I was like, wait a second, are my gifts not taking me to the outcome that I claim they do and that I profess to my clients they do? Mm-hmm. So in the process of doing the channeling for myself around, for myself, excuse me, around closing the gap yeah. between where I know I can be and where I am now, this is what was birthed. And it was almost like spirit needed me to walk through this myself and then immediately share it with um, those who feel aligned to, to greet this container. Yeah. And it's always that way too, right? Like you always go through the initiation of your work before you get paid for it. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And you're like, damn, this is really hard. I get it. But this is why I have to do it even more now. (laughs) Right. And that's why people also want to pay for it because they can see that you've actually walked it. So like when my clients look at me and they see that guy who broke my heart in September and nearly destroyed me. And then like who I've become, they're like, wait a second. Now I'm going through heartbreak and you seem just fine. And you're working out and you're going to the gym and you're flirting with the waiter and you're like, you know, they're like, wait a second, because they know. And I think that's part of what's beautiful about sharing your journey, of course, with appropriate boundaries and to the degree that feels safe and right for you, but being vulnerable and transparent with your clients, they can actually feel your journey in real time. And then if they're like, oh, that's exactly what I'm moving through. That's when they, they purchase your medicine. Yeah. A hundred percent. Yeah. All right, my dear, what I would love to know from you is what has life been like after the embodied coach? And if you want to speak on your experience with the container, you've, you've dropped some incredible little, um, little nuggets about your experience with it, but I would love to, I guess, learn about what life has been like since, since after the container and what the transformation for sure. has been for you. For sure. Um, so it's interesting because when I first signed up for your container, I never, I didn't call myself a coach. It just wasn't the language that I used. And then I found after I emerged from it, all my clients started calling me coach. Like you're the best coach I've ever had, or like, you're such an inspiring coach. And it wasn't like I was speaking it, but I think I really was also embodying that precisely. So suddenly I went from being not just a space holder or a healer, which was beautiful and incredible, but also a coach with that degree of authority. And I think that that taking ownership and that level of authority has, has stayed in my system. And I launched Ignite Your Intuition within the Embodied Coach. And Sarah really walked us all through how to have a sexy magnetic launch and the ways to show up. And I had to overcome a lot of stickiness and ick around selling a program and marketing it and announcing it. And that all at the time felt very like, ew, gross. I want people to just magically know and just sign up. And I don't want to have to tell them about it. And I felt (laughs) like a little kid, have a toddler having a tantrum, like don't make me 
me sell. That's not in all of that. So the embodied coach really helped me overhaul all of those narratives that I had around selling and step into the truth, which was, of course, if someone needs your medicine, you're going to have to tell them that it exists. Often people don't know there's a solution to the problem until they're informed of the solution. So I, I stepped into selling more as, as that. Um, and since the embodied coach, I actually did the ignite your intuition container in the eight weeks of that. So it was really powerful each week to, to step into that container, remembering where it was birthed and how I attracted those clients and, um, just being in the energy of more soulmate clients. So I've definitely attracted more soulmate clients. And interestingly, and I thought I'd share this with you today, a lot more men. Ooh, I'm not surprised. (laughs) (laughs) A lot more men and not just, you know, these, I think a lot of my initial clients were people, women, roughly my age who felt similar, had a lot of like Ivy league or highly intelligent entrepreneurs, successful, maybe single and not really understanding where's my King and a lot of parallel journeys. And now my clientele is completely diversified. Mm -hmm. So I'm also, I'm working with a client in her fifties who's suffering from Parkinson's. I'm working with men in who play professional sports who want to really amplify their gifts and get rid of some, you know, anxiety around performance. I'm, it's just a completely um, diversified soulmate clientele, but all soulmate clients. So uh, I'm grateful for the medicine and embodied coach, because I know that's a large part of why my scope has broadened. Mm, And I love that permission slip too, of like, because I know a lot of women come into entrepreneurship and they're like, you need to niche down. And oh my gosh, the niche down. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And like, I mean, I just, I hate it. <laughs> if I'm being fully honest, like I, I don't like it because as, as you know, like there is strategy in niching down, but as I teach it in the embodied coach, it's like niche down per launch, niche down per yeah. selling. Like you can sell mindset coaching and and health coaching and intuition coaching. And you can have like a product of like a physical product in your product suite, you know, like, yeah, you don't have to really keep yourself in this box in order to be successful. Um, and I think that what you just said, right. Of like diversifying your soulmate clients and attracting people from all walks of life and, and gifting them whatever medicine that they're in need of, because they're called to you for a reason. It's just such a beautiful permission slip for, for all of the listeners who are like, I kind of want to do this and maybe <laughs> I want to dip my toe in that. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And I think one of the most miraculous things about truly being a channel and truly using your intuition is that yes, of course, it's incredibly powerful to have moved through a lesson yourself to then be able to coach or guide or lead from a first person space. But also it's possible to, to channel as well. Right. So I've never suffered from Parkinson's. I've never known what I need to do to get rid of the symptoms of shaking or memory fog or, but I can channel for the client and help them lessen their symptoms. And so I don't even have to have gone through the experience. And I think the whole sort of TikTok, the whole niche down, all of that, that's really becoming so popular for branding is helpful to a degree. But I think it's also for those who are not willing to step into the fullness of their gifts Mm -hmm. and their intuition, because our intuition leads us always 
to a multifaceted, multidimensional experience because we are multidimensional beings. Absolutely. Oh, I love it. I love it so much. So Miss Jillian, um, where can they, oh, actually, no, before I ask you that, I've got to ask you what I ask every single one of my podcast guests, which mm-hmm. is how can the person listening to this make their success a more pleasure-filled experience? Mm. That's a phenomenal question. I would say giving yourself space to receive it, giving yourself space to allow it to be so. We often stay in in the zone of creation or doing or action, that very yang energy, that externalizing. But to come back to yin, to come back to breath and to actually celebrate your wins. Like when I have a client come back to me and say, oh my gosh, for the first time in my life, fill in the blank. And it's the most exquisite fill in the blank you can imagine. Of course, I celebrate with them in real time. But when I get off the Zoom and after I've processed what of that was a reflection for me and what was medicine for me and all the things I do after a call, celebrating those wins, celebrating the joy, celebrating the transformation and really receiving that celebration, even if it's just from within, um, really internally, intrinsically validating the work. And so I would invite all of you out there who are enjoying success, but not fully basking in it. Like, can it become a sensual and sensory experience? Can you light a candle and run a bath and smell some frankincense or, you know, whatever you can do to invoke your senses and really bring the celebration and the pleasure into your body. Yeah, that's, it's so important. And I I mean, this is something I stress all of the time because without the celebration, without allowing yourself to anchor into the pleasure that is available to you now, it's a completely different paradigm and it's a complete take back of your worth, right? Mm. You're, you're no longer attaching your worth just to future achievements, but you're saying in this moment, I am worthy in this moment, I am deserving of this. Um, and celebration is just such a powerful practice for you to actually tune in and tap into that. Um, and I would add to it too, like even celebrate the fucking shit like Mm. celebrate the things that are hard and challenging. And when you're met with adversity and like those moments are, are just as beautiful and just as divine as when you're winning. Absolutely. No pressure, no diamonds. Mm. (laughs) (laughs) Wonderful. Wins and the woes. (laughs) The wins and the woes. Yep. You remember. I love it. (laughs) So my dear, where is the best place that the listeners can find you? You don't have to worry about spelling because all of it's going to be in the show notes. Um, but where do you like to hang out the most? Sure. So I am mostly on my Instagram. So that's at Jillian Melissa underscore intuition. It's double L and Jillian, one L and Melissa to keep you on your toes. But you said, don't worry about the spelling. So <laughs> yeah, y'all can read. Y'all can read the show notes. Um but yeah, you can check out my website, JillianMelissaIntuition.com. 
I'm also on TikTok under the same handle, Jillian Melissa underscore intuition. So that's where you can find my medicine. And my blog will be coming soon, which is on my website. So you can start to read more of, of the channeled expressions and transmissions and medicine that comes through through client sessions. I really want to start gifting to the world. So be on the lookout for that. Ooh, how exciting. I love that. Mm. Also, I feel like I don't follow you on TikTok. I just recently got on TikTok too. So let's like, let's, let's do that. Yeah. I I don't, I didn't know you were on the talkery. So let's do that. Girl. I actually, I'm not on the talk though. My, I I hired a social (laughs) media manager. She's on the talk for me. Oh, Um, good for you. Way to outsource the things you don't want to do. I celebrate that. I celebrate that for you. I was like, you know what? want to do it but like I wanted I want to be on there but like yeah no that is a (laughs) that is a strong play I might have to look into that for myself so thank you for bringing that into my field yeah Um, yeah. my absolute pleasure and and Jillian this has been so incredible thank you for just being such a incredible woman and such a dream client really Mm -hmm. um I'm so excited for you and your mission and everything you're creating, the lives that you're changing. And, oh, just like, it's beautiful. It's so beautiful. And thank you for being the first embodied coach to come on here and and talk about your mission and what you do and how you serve this world and your experience inside of the, the sacred container of the embodied coach. Thank you so much. It's been such a blessing to receive your medicine truly. And thank you for letting me speak about it and boast about you. And truly, 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 I would not be where I am right now. And so on behalf of my clients as well, I thank you for for also giving me faith, really gifting me that belief that a legacy of love is possible and it's worth fighting for, it's worth investing in, it's worth learning how to do in a strong, healthy way. Um, Because I I was able to be of service, but after a year of, of having my business on my own, I didn't really know how can I scale up? How can I reach more people? How can I solidify my impact? How can I make this easier for me? How can I tackle the business tasks that I don't want to do or don't know how to do? And some of it felt very daunting. Um, and we're not often, we're certainly not taught by modern society or conventional education how to build a business in this type of way. So, so thank you for, for coaching me through it. Anytime, literally. (laughs) (laughs) All right, my loves. Well, I hope you enjoyed this episode and I hope that you really got a lot of value from Jillian and, and just received all of the magic that she has to offer. Be sure to follow her, be sure to connect with her. If you are feeling called to ignite your intuition and tap into the most abundant, radiant version of yourself, you know where to go. I love you. Thank you for listening. And I will see you or talk to you rather. (laughs) Thank you so much for tuning into this episode of the pleasurable success podcast. If you vibed with me and this episode, please be sure to share it with someone who you know will benefit from it and take a little screenshot, post it on IG and be sure to tag me at Sarah Rose underscore D that way I can say what's up and slide in your DMS. And of course, Be sure to subscribe so you can get notified on when the next episode drops and that you're not missing out. Get out there, illuminate this world with your magic, and remember how worthy you are of having it all.